Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk Destiny and our love of the game. Tonight, uh, we have two hosts. You got myself, Sin, and Des Raven. Kingsley uh, had something uh, happening and wasn't able to jump in here with us. No worries. We should be able to see him back next week. But Des Raven, how are you doing tonight, sir? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. And uh, how you feeling after uh, the uh, Final Fantasy uh, video from the Twab? <laughs> uh, it was very, very cutely done. Um, does hilariously mimic uh, very well. I mean, like you said, the uh, the angles and everything are just very well done for uh, the style of turn-based action. <laughs> right. Uh, for those you who don't know, we were talking a little bit before the uh, show re- started recording about that. Um, I actually jumped in and looked at the TWAB a little bit late. I didn't get to see it earlier on the day. Uh, had quite a bit going on with yard work and rearranging some stuff in the house. But I noticed that uh, because it stood out, Wish 15. And, you know, I've always been, uh, you know, crazy about, you know, hoping and wishing that uh, Wish 15 would would uh, come to us. But I know we're all still waiting. Uh, but that video, as I said, it nicely done. That uh, mimics the Final Fantasy turn base. Uh, the video captures that they took in game. They did a really, really good job. So, Des, what's been going on for you this week? Anything new, exciting? Anything good in game? Outside of game? Things happen. Um, <laughs> um, it hasn't been like that bad of a week, really. I don't think. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Banner has passed. Um, that's thankfully done with <laughs> currently. Um, I definitely have, I guess my, what's potentially my more finalized thoughts or a better, more well thought of opinion of, uh, Rift, uh, cause like I did play a lot more of it, uh, to the effect, I think I'm, I'm only missing one thing for the title now. Oh, nice. I was going to ask if you ended up getting it. Um, I kind of slacked off there then end part of the week with work and, Still missing a few things there, but for sure should be able to get it uh, next time around. Yeah, I, I'm missing. I ended up doing the two full resets. Nice, because then thankfully Bungie fixed a lot of the reputation bugs and issues. Apparently, they were server side issues. Because uh, I don't even remember having a hot fix or anything for those fixes. It just happened, right? So that's good. Um, but yeah, I ended up getting two full resets in. I uh, completed the challenges on all of my characters, uh, which was, of course, such a breeze now that Banner isn't uh, light enabled. Like, it's, I got, had no problem. Like, all of my characters' Banner armor was still at, like 1350, and I had no no worries about jumping right in and either getting demolished or having some ended up having a lot more like really close games, uh, even in solo queue. So I don't know. I guess I just needed to kind of warm up to it uh, a bit more, but yeah, missing now I am like less than a hundred points away from the objective one, which is definitely the most painful part of the title with rift. Yeah, I can see that, especially if you're solo queuing and you can't really communicate saying, Hey, I'd yeah. like to run it and dunk it. 
you're just at the mercy of being able to get there before somebody else does. And um, I haven't had a chance. I haven't played console in a while. I've been playing on PC. So it, it sounds like, you know, the console lobbies uh, for you, solo queuing, um, not awful. No, not supremely awful. Uh, but then again, I did have a taste of PC lobbies, considering most of the people I, or yeah, most of the people I normally play with are now on PC. So <laughs> I definitely got a, definitely got a taste of uh, PC as well. Um, but of course, I mean, it, it was no surprise because again, there, there are uh, definitely those subset on PC that are just unimaginably talented, to be honest. Uh, you look at them and go, how? <laughs> how are you hitting these buttons so quickly? I was running across this one warlock that was able to shotgun melee so fast, I was going to accuse them of using a macro. Um, just because the input seemed so quick and precise. Um, I wanted to. I ended up not, but, you know, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to, like, talk about something that I think was happening. But, yeah. But I, like I, said, I ended up having, actually, a bunch of fun. Um, what I thought was going to be a downer with the spark holder being able to shoot doesn't it definitely doesn't seem to detriment at all, uh, like I had feared at first, the overall flow of Rift. Uh, just means a more talented, like, it does kind of get rid of the roll system, but it does mean that, uh, you know, you, you're not, like, restricting your PvP Slayer from picking up the spark, and in fact, those people also have pretty much just an equal of a chance to get a score. As people that are better, like with mobility or whatever, you know, or uh, better at getting around. So, I mean, it does open it up in a big way, and it can create some very interesting plays. Uh, being able to solo carry, in essence, yeah. for sure. It's um, definitely didn't jump in as much as you, but I did have a little bit of fun in it. Um, did it as a group. Did it both solo queue. I wouldn't mind trying it on, uh, you know, console. Be for the simple fact I do not do mouse and keyboard, and with just yeah. plain controller, I, I'd love to see you know that difference because as you said, you know, some players on there get can be really yeah. really good, and uh, it seemed I seemed to had gotten more than a uh, fair share of going <laughs> against those good uh, good guardians out there in the wild. So. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. I mean, also, if it's more objective-based, like, the matchmaking could reflect, could, like, maybe not take skill into as much of an account. I mean, something like Rift is definitely something I can understand, having a, more of a connection-based quality, considering, again, it's an objective-based game mode, so a mix of skill levels is, can be preferable there, so yeah. I could I could see that, and probably would be one of the times I wouldn't mind so much uh, connection based matchmaking. Uh, yeah. yeah. Have you uh, jumped into any of the uh, weekly raids yet? Uh, I haven't yet. I haven't had that. Uh, last week I kind of I had an opportunity, but uh, I said no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was. I was. Too into banner. I had taken like a day off of gaming, so it's like, no, nope, I have to get this done now. So <laughs> I pretty much <laughs> pigeonholed myself into playing banner uh, Monday night. 
Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I know so no, I haven't. Uh, go ahead. No, I was about to say I haven't hopped in uh, beyond, not beyond the last week, or last wish uh, from the first featured. So, yeah. I know we've been, uh, we, a couple of us did the garden uh, run, what was it, Monday, and uh, ended up, you know, with just timing. We had a few people left. Uh, we left at the ball, so we didn't finish it. Uh, we did end up finishing a DSC uh, last night, uh, which was nice. And what's really nice is the fact that the uh, all challenges are active. So with DSC, we always run the challenge mode with a four ball strat. Uh, so yeah. it, it's an easy uh, two chest loot there at the end. Yeah. Other than that, I've been I think I've been way slacking on my uh, gaming. Um, definitely, like I said, I you know, didn't get the title for Iron Banner. Uh, hope to finish that up next time around. You know, for anybody who's looking to do it with only two banner rotations, uh, next time is your shot if you want to get it this season. And, and I'm, you know, I hadn't. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the show. I haven't even gotten to the uh, sever mission this week uh, with my work schedule. And um, we we let our landscaping here at the house uh, go untouched for a while. So these last two days, I've been outside in the yard working and catching up and. Hadn't had time to really sit down other than uh, play at night and and try to sacrifice my sleep to do so. But it's been it's been good. I've been uh, getting some things done when I have jumped on, and not a lot of extra downtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I won't ruin too much of the supper, but supper is good this week. Uh... It's very insightful. Uh, even has a little movie attached to it, which is not always nice to get a surprise random cinematics. Right. Uh, this one, uh, like, they're definitely still like pulling on the heartstrings, though. They've been doing it ever since uh, Mithrax. Uh, yeah, the Eternal Night with Mithrax this season. Uh, they they've been really hitting like some emotional notes since then, and this is no different. So it's. Very good to watch. Um, but I will say, as we realized, um, realized during Banner, actually, uh, just as a generalized uh, PSA and uh, bringing it to people's attention, I've already mentioned it in the Discord, but uh, there was a little thing that Bungie did not talk about that is hidden away in the patch notes uh, that started at the start of this season. The playlist weapons, such as Bottom Dollar for Gambit, uh, everyone's raving about the uh, Crucible Fusion Rifle that seems to drop every other match, so that's fantastic. Um, I think it's called Riptide? Yes. Yeah. I've definitely been getting a lot of those drop. Uh, Bungie is actually making it worth it to grind for those weapons, actually. There is now a mechanic to where playlist weapons will drop with extra perks or extra trait options. Like, the higher your... Uh, the more you reset your rank, the more likely you are to get these playlist weapons with additional trait options. So much like uh, the Guardian Games SMG where the Platinum Medals could drop you you know, two trade options in either column, the third and fourth column, 
same thing here. You except we've seen uh, up to three options in the third column, which is absolutely nuts. Um, and they drop fairly consistent. Like once you get to around your like third reset or so, they get pretty insanely consistent to drop like these multiple trade options, which uh, I mean, it makes them incredibly good to farm and gives you like a reason to have these resets under your belt. So it's very nice. And I'm very for this change. Yeah. I said, uh, I think it was maybe you or Cato were talking about it in the, is this good section and somebody posted, maybe it was him or you posted a picture of it. Yeah. Very nice. And, uh, I agree. If you're looking for a couple different options for that particular gun, yeah, one hundred percent. Nice to go for, and 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 it does make it worth going going for the resets. Indeed, like this, because the cosmetics, hilariously, uh, the cosmetics for the seasonal ritual weapon or pursuit weapon or whatever the crap they're calling it now, <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever they're calling it. Um, those ornaments, uh, they like. There, there weren't enough to hold my attention to increase my rank for just the ornaments. Right. But you give me something tangible like, oh, these weapons, like you can find easier rolls on these weapons by resetting your rank. All of a sudden, I had an urgent need <laughs> to increase my crucible rank during the week of Banner because it was double crucible at the time. <laughs> so I... I was getting, I was like working on my banner stuff. I was getting crucible rep. And it's like, yes, I, I need all of this now. Um, for me, that's like a, a much more tangible and rewarding thing to give me uh, to pursue these resets. So definitely worked on me because again, a lot of these playlist weapons are like really good. Like bottom dollar is a great feeling hand cannon. Uh, Riptide is a fantastic rapid-fire stasis fusion rifle. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, Kato swears by the Keening. Um, oh, I mean, it's a sidearm to me, but you know, whatever. <laughs> not but, a fan of sidearms personally either, so. Nah, like if it's not a burst or if it's not a rapid-fire, I'm not having it, but you know, whatever. Uh, of course, outside of Drank, because Drank serves purpose. But yeah, so yeah, yeah. This is this is fantastic for me, um, especially personally, because like I said, it gives me something far more tangible than just an ornament to show off. Hey, I did this thing, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And um, kind of curious because you did grind out a lot of banner. Um, did you reset? Uh, how many times did you reset Crucible? Two or three? Uh, I'm like on the cusp of the second reset. I'm like right there. I'm like, I think I'm at like Mythic 3. Uh, I've reset the once. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like one rank away from getting the ornament for Crucible. Nice. So that's, yeah, that's how close I got uh, during Banner. I actually had far more wins <laughs> than I anticipated I would have, especially considering the first five games I played, I lost miserably each and every time. So that. That, that might have tainted my first look of rifts just a little bit. Just a uh, little. Just a little. 
but no, it's still super fun. Um, because again, I got into some more closer matches, like the back and forths. Oh, I love the back and forth matches on Rift. Like when you go in like eight minutes without a single score, just because you're <laughs> picking up and taking it almost all the way, just to like you're you're down. They clear you out. They pick it up. They take it almost all the way. I, I love those back and forths. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so I, I think I'm still in love with Rift. Uh, thankfully, <laughs> I'm yeah. playing a, a lot more. Yeah, I wouldn't mind um, again jumping in this next time around. Maybe going out of dirt a little bit uh, harder this time to try to get the one title because I'm that's what I do my title and triumph grind. <laughs> but to try to enjoy it a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think it. I think it'll be good. Um, as as we see it more and more, I think it'll be a good thing overall. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, but and again, it's. I, I do feel like twice a season. Uh, keeps Iron Banner fresh enough to where, like you said, like it's it's definitely a pinch with this title, like especially Rift uh, with the objectives, and we believe we've narrowed down the objective progression with uh, picking up the spark gives you one point, uh, dunking the spark gives you five points, and potentially carrying the spark. It may may award you additional points, and we're not one hundred percent certain if revives do anything. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's how we've been narrowed it down. But like I said, since the objective is kind of uh, one person, it it can be rough this season to get the title in one season. But I do still like the idea of two banners because again, like you said, you're still motivated enough to want to go back in to grind for the title. Right. So might be good, but we'll definitely find out as the seasons progress uh if two is definitely not enough or if two is a nice sweet spot. I'm sure we'll get some kind of change if it's hopefully we can get some kind of maybe three. I can see arguments for three banners a season. Which is roughly what we had, because I think we only had like four at most a season, right? More, for normal seasons, anyway. Um, but then, of course, the long seasons, <laughs> we had a lot of banners. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And in the meantime, I know we got. Um, they mentioned in the TWAB, and we can start going over a few additional items. I know we covered probably a couple touch points there uh, from this week. Uh, looked like it was kind of light overall, but we have uh, yes. trials of Osiris that'll that'll keep us busy in the interim. Indeed, indeed, uh, the return of trials is upon us. Uh, with that, some. Mostly pretty good looking armor. We all we all know what isn't really hitting it there. You don't like that monkey yep. uh, helm? Oh, I, I, I just want to meet the designer that had this fantastic <laughs> idea of occasionally giving hunters these weird faces for armor. Just so I can ask him why. Well, I mean, I guess they at some point start running out of ideas and they got to tap into some creativity, I imagine. 
sure. <laughs> why, why is it like season of the chosen? Like Hunter said, that weird face thing for the helmet, and now we look like a monkey. It's like why Hunter's tall? <laughs> like I'd like to right, think I mean, that uh, us Titans and the uh, Warlocks get it too every now and again. Sure, you, you 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 can talk to me the next time you get a monkey face. Well, it wasn't that monkey face. But what uh, season was it that the uh, Titan had that? Uh, that weird outfit. It kind of looked like a, I want to say a jean jacket, but it might not have been a jean jacket. They kind of look like regular street clothes almost. You mean the Lux outfits? Yes, the Lux. That's what it was. You mean the outfit that makes up 90% of my Titans Red Hood cosplay? <laughs> that. That was not yeah. my favorite for the Titan. Personally, it was not my favorite. Oh dude. oh, dude, I love that thing. Because again, I, I, I looked at the set and I go, I can make my Titan look like Red Hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Um, which man, I basically did the same thing. Uh, I mean, it ended up being changed a lot, but I basically did the same thing with Hunter making a Mysterio outfit for uh, armor as well. Um, but yeah, so trials are coming, but I do love the sparrow. Like this yeah. sparrow looks freaking amazing. That is somehow attached to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, good going, hippie. Good going. Uh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's that's something. All right. Um, I do love her personalities in the twelve. Um, I will say, yeah, hippie has been like a fan. Yeah, it's, she's been a fantastic addition to the community team. Um, I feel like she lets her personality shine through far more than DMG or Cosmo did. Um. So yeah, I, I I find myself looking forward to hippie flops. But anyway, yeah. um, yes, they did do a pass on talking about uh air airborne effectiveness, the new stat that is on weapons. Um, and as I have started on the uh, the Festus Index, I will say this is a very interesting thing because definitely uh. The newer weapons definitely have more of a varied uh, airborne effectiveness, and it doesn't reach very far. Only very particular things. Uh, but yeah, that'll be something, like I said, I'm still further going through and be recording everything because things changed. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's okay. Every few seasons, Bungie just does this to me, and it's fine. Uh, but they did want to break down uh, airborne effectiveness a little more. Uh, there was a a bit of a misspeak uh, in a TWAB prior uh, that made mention that all primary weapons have their airborne accuracy penalty removed. What it should have stated was that if you have a 60 airborne effectiveness for a primary weapon, all of your airborne penalties or all your airborne accuracy penalties are removed. So there's that. But they do give us, like I said, some some baselines. But the, uh, they say at base, primary weapons generally shoot straighter while airborne than they did before. Uh, they give a hand cannon example of base accuracy cone, um, aka the error angle, is now at a 0.8 degrees uh, compared to 0.97 from last season. So it's very, very close. 
and also you can fully eliminate the airborne accuracy penalty on well, any weapon really which will mean that your weapons will shoot as straight as they do while on the ground which is something Bungie has never done before in Destiny there's always been some level of randomness um, except for maybe outside of hand cannons with Icarus grip um, but there's always been some level of randomness while firing while in the air. Um, so a lot of this, this speak and like this stuff seems to basically be justifying why they're making this change and why they're having it to be such a build-crafted stat. Um, and of course, I did hear there has been some rumblings um, in the vocal parts of the community, uh, especially the content creator side of the community, saying you know, certain naysaying things about uh, adding airborne effectiveness or having it basically as a build craft. I mean, me personally, it's, it's still like a skill gap thing uh, to effectively use your vertical movement while in an engagement. Right. So to be honest, the fact that they're allowing, like, if you build into it, you can be even better. Like, shots will land, but they do also specify for special weapons, you do have to have a max of 100 airborne effectiveness to benefit fully for special weapons. So, there's that as well, because again, I mean, special weapons are, of course, more powerful. They're meant to be. They're they're the one-hit kills. Uh, how was it? I believe John Wisniewski, the old uh, design lead, made mention that special weapons were basically one-hit kills with a contract. Um, that contract is for shotguns. You get close enough to them, and they'll take a guardian out one hit. For a sniper rifle, you put their re- you put the reticule on their head. You'll take them out in one hit. So, yeah, they're contract weapons uh, as used by that terminology. I'm probably talking in circles right now, but hopefully making sense. (laughs) And I I do think, um, you know, honestly, those who are rumbling about it, like you said, maybe some, you know, the vocal minority, the content creators, (sighs) honestly, if they didn't make this change, it wouldn't give them something new to talk about in their content. It would be honestly boring game and honestly you know for those who like to do it they should build into it we build into everything else into the game it is a a part of the rpg element is it not yeah 100 percent. like build crafting uh for any purpose is 100 percent like an mmo thing and um it definitely seems to be bungie's mission mission to make this more than just a shooter but definitely a shooter that is that is as close to the MMO investment and genre as they can possibly get it while still maintaining the feel and presence of a first-person shooter. Right. Um, So it will never be a proper MMO anytime soon, at least. But it is definitely far above and beyond depth-wise than any shooter that I know beyond potentially Halo itself. And even then, like, we definitely have more stuff to get. But as far as, you know, I mean, Halo just has a lot of, like, 
history and lore connected to it by default, essentially, at this point. So there's that. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but no, I mean, here's the thing. Having it as a build-crafted stat, again, they tell you right here in this TWAB, you can have perfect aerial accuracy if you build into it enough. Which, again, will only make your strategies... Like, if you're good mixing your vertical movement into your combat, this will only make that strategy far more effective, thus creating an even wider skill gap between you and your, potentially your opponent. Yeah. Which should make pub-stomping plebs that much easier, which you would think would make most of these people happy. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Uh They'll get past but, it. Yeah. Give them a month. Yeah, for sure. Be over it, and then for they'll sure. be like, "Man, these changes are great." Now like, <laughs> they'll finally realize what you're saying that it's much better. They can do their strats easier, and it's whatever they have to give up to build into it. It's not going to make a difference. Yes, um, and like they said, they're this entire. They open up with the, their entire philosophy behind this change, and they want. Aerial combat to be balanced with grounded combat, lest it be oppressive. Yeah. So if you want oppressive aerial combat, build into it. Invest in it. And then you can be that guy. Otherwise, don't. <laughs> but they do also say that they're going to have like some more details. I'm assuming like uh, more numbers and such uh, to help us like with the build crafting process um, the what to use with what when where and why so there's that but that is not now um, there is definitely going they do mention something else coming down the line about uh, airborne effectiveness to help there is that so just, just, just hang on there. It's going to be fine. <laughs> um, they, right? Um, they also, uh, at the end, they do mention that there will be a small mid-season weapon balance update shipping with Solstice. It will include some buffs to weapon subfamilies that have been languishing for a while, and a fix for certain special weapons not getting enough ammo per special bricks for one defeated in PvP. And some tuning for oppressive exotic weapons. As they mentioned, beyond that, they are wrapping up production on the Season 18 weapons. Fantastic news. Um, I honestly thought they'd probably be done with them by now. But, you know, cool to see a little more of the... Uh, more of the timeline of the things happening behind the scenes. It's always right. nice. But also, uh, they're working on matching a matching balance update for Season 18, uh, which will be... They mentioned it will be even a, a standard appropriate size. No novels this time. <laughs> uh, some highlights coming from that is revisiting some weapons of families legendary perk and exotic weapon tuning, and adding intrinsic anti-champion functionality to several exotic weapons. That will be now huge. That, that will be... See, I like this new mentality of the exotics, 
because it's been their past thing that exotics shouldn't like what makes an exotic isn't the fact that they're always better than a legendary but the fact that they do like interesting things for you right but I feel like right. if more exotics have like this anti-champion stuff, a, like I said, I, I feel it kind of define it can define an exotic in a brand new way that can feel powerful in the appropriate content. I mean, just uh, look at Arbalist. I mean, last season it was like an absolute all-star because we didn't have great piercing options, but sitting right there was Arbalist. He didn't want to use Arbalus. Well, Ariana's Bow is still a shield piercer as well. So we have options beyond just the seasonal mods. And I do feel like adding more exotics with more intrinsic anti-champion stuff will hopefully make the arguments of like seasonal anti-champion mods a little more bearable for more people. I'm hoping. Yeah, and I think that's fair. I think the exotics will open that up a lot and make some other uh, mod choices a little more meaningful. Yeah. They also go on to state some stuff, uh, some new universal emotes that have been on sale. Or not emotes, Jesus. Class <laughs> items. Universal ornament class items uh, have been on sale um, that pair with exotics. And they do like some barely noticeable things when you pair them with, the, with an exotic. I was looking in those pictures when you see, it's funny because you say barely noticeable to see if what they were saying came across in the pictures, but I couldn't really no. tell in these pictures. Yeah, that Hunter's Cloak is 100% not active. And it doesn't look like the, uh, the Titan Mark is either. Like the, well, actually, I don't even think the Warlock Bond is either. Um, because that's not even the, I don't think that's the appropriate exotic for it anyway. But no, no, no. The, the hunter, I've seen, uh, images of it while active, and it's like this whitish energy wall basically around the collar. So it's, I mean, it's, it's sure it's there, but definitely hoping, I, I do like this, uh, type of stuff that interacts with other armor. I just hope they can make something, uh, a little more noticeable. For the future, maybe maybe just a little, just a little bit, yeah, just a little bit, just a tiny I do, bit. I do like the fact that I think that is super creative. Uh, oh yeah, a for sure. Legendary, you know, ornament to be able to do that and pair with exotics to go along with it, and mm. yeah, I'm I'm a fan, and I would love exactly like you said, love to see what they can do with it, and if they can make it a little bit more yeah. noticeable and a little more. Hate to use the word flamboyant, but you know that's that's it, right? Make it a little bit yeah. more show off. Like some people say, a little more fabulous. <laughs> but yeah, I I feel like if these do well, I do feel like you know more as as it rolls on, like these will become more more essentially. Because you got to think about like uh the first like armor ornaments that came out weren't super fantastic or flashy. Uh, they were different, but not always. I mean, they, they certainly were no like robo Raptors. That's for sure. <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like as it goes on, they'll probably uh, be a little more comfortable to make bolder choices. For sure. Uh, hoping. 
again, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. One hundred percent. But yeah, that's that's the twelve. Turn-based RPG fans should definitely watch the uh, the Final Destiny. Wish fifteen. It's <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, it's twelve. Yeah, not bad. Short, short and sweet. And um, other than that, I'm. It's just going to be the next couple of weeks, just playing the game, jump into trials, do your raids and pinnacles. Um, I know I'm going to be hunting for my last triumph needed for the uh, Val title. And nice. it's just caretaker. It's the caretaker challenge on master. Uh, so I'm super excited oh. to, to get up to level enough to be able to get that done. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people have G'd it last uh, season, so I might end up just doing it on that this season and just to knock it out. I'm not sure how many people are going to be wanting and willing and up to light level uh, for us to be able to jump in and do it. But yeah, that'll be exciting. And I know I'm going to be uh, grinding out some more duality. It's uh, probably haven't run it as much as some, but I've gotten a few clears now under my belt. So I've gotten a few of the titles or the triumphs done needed for the title. Nice. Nice. Kind of curious. Uh, you know, I'd, Kind of curious how Master is. Um, I haven't seen anything of it or any uh, gameplay of Master or how different or difficult it's going to be, but it'll be fun to get that knocked out as well. And Solo seems like it'll be a chore, but I do like the fact that you don't have to do it Solo Flawless because I definitely will not be able to do it Solo Flawless. Uh, yeah, yeah. Solo is definitely going to be... I don't know. I say it's going to be interesting, but uh, this past week I've... What was it? Just a couple of days ago, I've been able to unlock Classy Restoration. Yeah, same. And I haven't had a chance to try it out much yet. Oh, I, I definitely tried it out. Uh, I say a couple of days ago, but yeah, it was literally Tuesday, which was a couple of days ago. So that's still fair. <laughs> but no, I was actually able to test it in the Sever mission. Nice. And, and it I worked really well. Dude, I'm going to tell you, because I used my. As as I call my off support build, because I mean the hunters definitely don't like full support, at least not from a healing perspective. But of course, we can radiant everything for days. But for like survivability, it was built that I made to go with the healing nades. But with classy restoration, and now that we have Ember of Empyrean, uh, I went ahead and completed my build with Ember of Empyrean. And of course, putting on classy restoration. I went with a normal grenade and sever, uh, considering I had no teammates, and I was hoping everything would work out fine. Everything worked out fantastic. I didn't die once in sever. It was great. Nice. Uh, I was standing in flames <laughs> uh, with restore times two on, and I just wasn't dying, and it felt great. Like with Empyrean uh, refreshing time. For solar weapon or ability kills, and hunters just being able to spam like knives for days. Um, yeah, I was I was a murder machine, and it felt fantastic because with Empyrean, I only needed to dodge like three or four times in the boss fight, and I was able to keep it up and going. Otherwise, I mean, ugh. It's going to be sad when Classy Restoration goes away at the end of the season, but I can still, with the way this build is, um, I'm definitely still going to have a ton of fun 
uh, just with healing grenade instead of classy restoration. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic still. Yeah, and I think you make a good point. It's definitely going to be a, uh, a a kick, right? When we lose that, yeah, uh, kind of like it was when Particle Decon went away a few seasons oh, back. Yeah. It's just a, a change of mindset for everybody, and you know, change of builds. We'll find something. We'll find the new and shiny at that point. Indeed, like uh, yeah, class restoration will will lead to a lot of nutty things this season. But yeah, I mean, just just be prepared. Uh, have definitely have something in mind. Just without it, um, the solar because, like I said, my solar build will be entirely viable without classy restoration. It's just right now with it, it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's sure. it, it, it feels great. Um, it is nice to not feel like a squishy hunter. Um, that's like probably the best part because I mean, with just going into like the stats that the class is built into naturally, uh, hunters kind of get the uh, the short straw when it comes to that because you know Titan's class abilities go off your resilience, which is literally your hit points. Warlock's class abilities go off their not resilience, Recuff. recovery. There we go. Yeah, that that that's the word, which is literally your health regen. And hunters, we go for mobility, which should make us go faster, but there's run cap speed, so not really. <laughs> jump um, higher, maybe, right? Uh, no, yes, yes, yes. There are noticeable differences in jump height when it comes to mobility. <laughs> Otherwise, you die a lot. Henceforth, why I'm okay with being a squishy hunter, because, yeah, we... Like I said, we get the short end when it comes to stats. And hilariously, these are the same stats that were leaned into for most of the supers in D1. Uh, hunters were more about mobility. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same stuff. But yeah, it's, it, it's nice just to feel, like I said, it's nice to feel different and to feel unstoppable. And yeah. Yeah, and I think... Um... Not to steal a song title here, but I think the uh, there's going to be some blurred lines as the other uh, as um, as we see uh, you know Arc 3.0 uh, roll out and you know with you know the new Solar and new Void and the ways the Stasis subclasses now work, I think a lot of those lines are being blurred with a lot of you know Titans can now use some things and that they couldn't in the well, past. Hunters can and. Warlocks yeah. can so it's it's nice it's it shouldn't really matter what class you play and I I think that's great because you don't always have to be a squishy hunter or a uh, yeah bull in a china shop titan right yeah I mean and and that's the fantastic thing like so far with these uh, three like upgrades like you said where they're definitely for these elements they are definitely blurring lines on like what each class can do. I mean, true, each class like specializes in a main like uh in a main buffing like keyword. But then you have like uh because like for uh, void hunters, their whole thing is invis. Uh void titans whole thing is overshield. Void warlocks are devour. So like I said, for every buff, there's one class that like really leans in on those keywords. But the debuffs are like spread out more. And that's where like 
like I said, that's where the lines blur. And solar is similar, except I can't remember what solar titans lean into. Like at all. <laughs> I know warlocks lean into uh, the cure. A little more, I think. Uh, so I guess maybe titans might be restored. And while hunters are radiant. But either way, it does, like, getting rid of some of those boundaries and giving each class like a taste of the other things. Like I said, I can make an, an off-support like Solar Hunter build where, yes, I'm buffing people's damage, but I can also, in emergencies, toss out a healing grenade and like benefit from it. And then Empyrean lets me mow things down and like sustain myself, saving this one healing grenade for somebody else. So, which for those unfamiliar an off category is someone that doesn't they may fit into the role but they're not like within that role it, it's hard to describe uh, if you're not familiar with either MOBAs or arena shooter or class based shooters or MMOs right and you're yep. right I think it is uh, Titans or Restoration uh, that's one of the one of the, the perks that I had picked out and Pairing with Loralees and the sunspots for it. So, Loralee, yeah. and um, that that is rough in PvP. That that is definitely yeah. rough. Yeah, and I've toyed around with it a little bit, um, but since I've been doing Hunter more in PvP, I haven't really gotten the hang of it. I've just yeah. been using it in PvE, uh, but also noticed that um, you know, Zebrak was using the uh, throw hammer instead of the uh, shoulder charge. That oh yeah. I've, uh, the shoulder charge I've been uh, leaning into to to boop some people into walls and boop them off ledges recently. <laughs> I'm actually uh, going to switch. I just switched over now uh, to the throwing hammer because when you pick it up, it uh, it procs cure, and um, it seems like the you know survivability that'll be uh, huge, especially in that solo content. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and uh, I've always loved throwing hammer too because again, it's one of those. I kind of wish hunters could do it. Um, but the fact that you have like a time to pick up the hammer and like fully recharge your melee is absolutely busted, and I love it. <laughs> it is I'm definitely. I'm definitely jealous of of Titans being capable of doing that. Yeah. Like we've been throwing stuff first, but we can't pick it back up. <laughs> oh man, well, we definitely got a lot to uh, a lot to get through here for the rest of the season. What uh, third weekend? Um, so quite a bit of time left uh, to toy around with the new solar subclasses, uh, try some of the solo content, you know, definitely recommend to anybody out there who hasn't done any of the raids yet, you know, don't be afraid to post up into the uh, hundred. Uh, we just, when we did the DSC, we were talking about, or I was talking about earlier there, I think it was uh Sebatron's first time getting a clear. And um, it, it's always fun going back in there and helping people out. So if you listen to this, create a hundred, uh, that io posting post up uh we got a great group of guardians and not only this discord but the Al sector alliance you got potato thumbs you got uh, two titans on hunter and uh gdc uh guardian downcast um you know all willing to jump in and help you know we got uh, people all over these communities that love rating so don't be afraid to post up and uh get some guardians in there on your side to help you get those clears 100 percent. get in there Make some posts. He's in there. Make some fake TV friends. 
But other than that, uh, we can keep it uh, short this week. And uh, again, should have uh, Kingsley back next week and keep us on uh, keep our uh, keep us on our tracks. Uh, we try to derail the show, Des and I, when it's just us. Des, close us out. Where can people find you, good sir? Um, you can find me, of course. Uh, easiest place to find me, of course, is the Discord. I am floating around there, uh, still currently uh, the Duel Master. So, yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm also on Twitter at DES underscore Raven. Still haven't installed it on my phone. Sorry. Um, uh, but also still working on the fastest index. Uh, both places you can find both things, either on the pinned tweet on my Twitter or within the D2 index in the Discord. Then definitely check those out uh of course uh we'll get to mine in a second but you can find uh kingsley and most of the places as kingsley mac except for on twitter where he is dj mc kingsley uh without the dj you can find me on twitter at sin underscore media or of course here in the discord currently because of our patreon perks thank you to all of our patreons out there i am now cinnamon roll Sin, of course, is CYN in that. Uh, so come find me. And you can find our show and most places at The Guardian Hub, especially over there on Twitter or on our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. Best hub on the net. <laughs> Thank you, Des. I was waiting for it. You were keeping me in suspense there I know, for a right? few minutes. It's not, not yeah. often we get to switch these roles around. Indeed, gotta gotta keep things, uh, gotta keep you on your toes, gotta keep you waiting, gotta keep things surprising. <laughs> uh, absolutely, and to all you guardians listening live, we appreciate you. Uh, don't you can always check us out in this live channel. Uh, if not, thank you to all you guardians out there listening onto your podcast app of choice. And until next week, stay magical. Later. <laughs>